I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, guys! Hey, y'all, what's up? Hey, doing? Little Fires Everywhere, season one, episode three. Seventy-six <laughs> is today's episode, so we're super excited. Um, we're gonna start off by introducing you to our illustrious panel. Right here in my spare beside <laughs> me is Tarina Dong, who's a fan of Reese Witherspoon and has been since election. Yes, ma'am. What's up, what's up? <laughs> Next up is Chef Beans with the mental cuisine, lover of all things 90s. What's going on, y'all? What's going on? Don't mind the glare. What's going on? And last <laughs> but not least, it's Monte Volano. Hey. And Monte's a fan of recent cruel intentions and Carrie since Save the Last Dance. Wow. Ooh. Some of you may have forgotten she was in Save the Last Dance. <laughs> I remember. Never forget. <laughs> so this episode's title is 70 Cents, which is the difference between BB getting food for the baby and then at the end, Pearl getting money on the bus, kind of booking. So really interesting how compassion kind of plays all into that. What are you guys' overall thoughts on episode three? We were packed again in episode three. So much to get into. The characters, I think, really showed some true colors in this episode. So we have a lot to try to figure out again who's doing the right thing, who's doing the wrong thing. Is anybody doing anything? <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, this episode was loaded. That's the only one word that I can use to describe this episode because we can go in a lot of different angles with it. Emotional roller coaster, but it's very loaded episode. I'm ready. I'm ready to dive in. Yeah, I feel like it took a really big jump from episodes one and two to three. Right. I, I was screaming at the TV half the time. I was just like, this, I enjoyed one and two, and then three came and I was like, whoa. Oh, okay. This is definitely in the Richardson house. We see that in episode three as we um, get to sit down to dinner with them and Pearl and then also um, Lexi's boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> so what do you guys think about um, Elena's kind of experience with, and kind of, you can tell that she's passing this on to the kids. Her experience with Blackness and Black people and how she kind of relates to that. I mean, I think we kind of said it in the last two episodes where I think she thinks she's doing a good job. Like, mm -hmm. she thinks she is okay in being this white privileged woman in this world where there's a lot of underprivileged people, but she thinks she's fine. You know, her daughter's dating an African-American. She's giving uh, help to other African-Americans. She thinks she's good. You know, like, I think she thinks she's doing a good job. And I don't know if she is doing it on purpose or if she's doing this and pretending, knowing that deep down inside, she's not. Yeah, I think that she thinks she's great because she's acknowledging other people's differences. So she's pointing out, oh, my daughter's dating an African-American. Oh, you, I know people like you because this, that, and the other thing. So I think she thinks that she's relating by just simply 
saying what everybody already knows, but not actually paying attention to cultural differences, any differences, whatever, within her privilege versus the lack of privilege for Mia's family. No, absolutely. We, we can see that she's used to being on this pedestal and she cares a lot about her image, being in PR, being in journalism, everything like image is everything to her. So she's even reflecting that in her life. So like we're all saying, she's responding in a way where she still somewhat protects herself, but isn't as sensitive as she needs to be about certain topics, whether we go into microaggressions and everything. Like she's just word vomiting on a lot of different things. And I don't even know if she's acknowledging the damage that she's inadvertently doing. Mm -hmm. So was there anything at the dinner that really stood out to you where you went, oh, no, she did it. <laughs> everything a lot in common or whatever it was to both of them she's like you have a lot in common don't you hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. And he's like, oh, you like basketball and rap? It's like, and she said it yet so innocently, even though it's rude. Right, yeah. said it like, no, 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 it's not a big deal. It's like, we're all supposed to be like, okay, it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. I think, no, I'm sorry, you go, I'm sorry, Tina. No, you can go ahead. And I was just going to say, even if you notice how the boyfriend responded to her, she was like, hey, you haven't been over here so long. He's like, do you wonder why? <laughs> that's all I was going to say. I think that's the first time we saw in Pearl, too. We see her confusion on which way to go when right. people are saying certain things to her. And so her just kind of freezing up when he says the joke. She doesn't know if she's supposed to laugh at the joke. She doesn't know who she's supposed to be responding to because she's stuck. Right. And in Pearl's defense, Pearl has moved around a lot. Even if we think about what the counselor said, oh, this is your third high school since you're only a sophomore. Whatever. But mm -hmm. you can tell she's not used to those type of conversations. And at the same time, the Richardsons are helping her in some regard, but we can even see the conversation that she had with her mother about a certain sense of empowerment. You wanted me not to take this, but you're working in their house. So what direction do I go? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree that I think she's the one in the toughest position because she's never belonged to anything. Here's this opportunity to belong to someone. Someone is coming and like extending a hand and she's kind of stuck. Like she wants to belong. Like you said, she keeps moving around. So you, you feel for her in being kind of in between. You don't feel for the adults as much, but you feel for her. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I actually disagree, guys. I think she's made her choice. I think she's team uh, She's in the family. She's on the couch. They're getting her in the classes she wants. She's getting extended that privilege by a few different ways. And I think her accepting the dress was like the, the clincher. Um, yeah and kind of being accepted by the siblings, I thought. But I, I mean, I thought it was really interesting that, um, like you guys said, her and her mom get into it afterwards, right? About like, well, you're in their house, but you're working in their house. That whole, 
you know, back and forth, kind of how they both use the Richardson, like everybody's using everybody, but you know, how she's using the Richardsons and then how her mom's using the Richardsons and then how the Richardsons are essentially using her to make themselves feel more comfortable, even Lexi to co-opt her story, you know? Yeah. I would say it's a little harsh that when she took the dress, that was it. She didn't know the circumstance of why she was getting the dress yet. Yeah. She didn't know why this girl buying her a dress. So I don't blame her for taking the dress. Right. But listen, but look at this. She took the dress. It was some context. It, of course it changed. You're absolutely right. It was totally different. And that's going to be like the choice. We kind of saw her make that choice when she decided not to go with the siblings at the end of the night after the boyfriend told her the situation. Right. But you went out shopping with Lexi when you shopped at Salvation Army. You knew you wasn't going to be able to buy nothing. You knew that you probably should have went to uh, Izzy's closet and got something old. But you went shopping with Lexi with no money. Did you think maybe Lexi will buy you something? Right. You know, when you're right, you're right. You're right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 time out, time out. But in Pearl's defense, Pearl isn't used to having certain nice things. Look at the bed situation. Look at the bike situation. She's always kind of folding into whatever her mother tells her. This is, hey, I've always provided for you. So this mm -hmm. could have been an opportunity for her, A, to see the store. But also, we haven't really seen her say no too much to anybody besides her mother. So it's like, yeah. okay, I'll, I'll go along for the ride. And... That's probably the nicest piece of fabric she's ever had on her body. So you think about the psychological aspect, not really get on you, Kay. You talk about you used to work with Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I think her decision to be Team Richardson has been made. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not judging her. Listen, she chilling at their house. She eating their popcorn. If occasionally, if it's okay for her to have to deal with some microaggressions sometimes so she can get some privileges, then hey. Yeah. Right. <laughs> person of color got to make their own. They all. I can't make that decision for you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Could you both yeah. be right? Sort of. So we can't make that decision for anybody, but you guys have made the decision to be super fans and to watch our little fires after show at Afterbus TV. We are so grateful for that. Chef Beans, do you have a message? Yes, we just want to say thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV, especially during these challenging times for all of us. If you're watching on YouTube right now, please subscribe. If you're on iTunes, give us a five-star rating. But no matter where you're at, leave us a nice, juicy comment. AfterBuzz has always been there for us, giving us confidence inside and outside the studio, and even in the comfort of our own homes. So we appreciate you all for tuning in, and we have a lot of more content to go over. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. So what do you guys think about when you, oh my goodness. <laughs> I just, with Lexi, because before I'm thinking, you know, Lexi's kind of sweet, just a nice girl, want to go to prom, she got the little boyfriend, but then it turns bad. She finds that essay and she kind of co-ops, she co-ops Pearl's whole experience and makes it into like a feminist, you know, white feminist experience. What did you guys think about that? I think she was totally testing the waters when she was telling Brian the story without saying whose it was, obviously claiming that it was hers, because she is convinced that she was cool and right for doing it. So she was also convinced that Brian was going to be like, 
oh my gosh, this is brilliant. You are brilliant. This is obviously you. <laughs> so she's, she's playing around trying to see where she's going to get caught. And I think that is probably about to be her future on the show. Totally agree. She knew what she was doing. She was testing the waters. I'm with you hundred percent. And it just goes to show like having your, having Reese Witherspoon, you know, as your mom, you're like, uh, Elena, it's just kind of like, <laughs> this is your example. Of course. Thank yeah. you. Of course. So I, I don't see her as innocent. I I'm sure more is going to show in the coming episodes, but it definitely turned me off. I was like, ugh, Lexi, no. <laughs> That's a good point. Reese is her mom, right? Because Reese just said at dinner the other night, you know, they expect you to have a crack addict, addicted mom and tell this story. And what can you say if you never overcome anything? We've tried to make your life easy, which is really, e which is really interesting because I have a school counseling background and my husband is, um, director of enrollment at a college and so like mm. that's not what the question is about that question no. is not that that's not what that question wants at all that question wants is just surveying that when you go to college college is something hard and you'll be able to endure difficult things that's what that question is about it's not about like some insurmountable odds that you had to overcome by having a crack addicted mother so that like, that is so insane to me that she that that's what she was thinking, you know, the, the, and the idea of, and I've heard white people say this before too, the idea that your whatever hardship or insurmountable awe is actually going to be a bonus to you. Like, I remember when Barack Obama was running for president, my friend said, well, a girl I know said, well, I think he's just going to win because he's black. And I, I said, you think it's going to be harder for him to get the nomination as president? Like, because he's black? No, I think he's just going to get it because he is black. And I was like, so that, yeah. It's wild because she obviously could have been teaching her kids really amazing things as they were growing up. So they'd have things to write about. There are other things to write about rather than hardship. You can write about the positive things that you're doing in life. Yeah. Sadly, they're not doing anything for anyone. <laughs> they're just chilling in that brick mansion, right. saying crazy she stuff. I girl a prom just once about four black girls. <laughs> so much right and i think this is even like a reflection of like we said like the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree because we constantly see elena show who she is yeah, yeah. And, she, and she tries to like sugarcoat it with am i wrong for asking her to be our, our maid? there's nothing wrong with that right it's, yeah. and you know how people say something and they nod their head because they want you to nod your head too yeah, yeah. A lot, like yeah I'm not, I'm not wrong right or <laughs> Correct, right? She she does that, that. I've seen that throughout three episodes. So I'm not surprised that her daughter is a spitting, not just a spitting image, but it's emulating everything she's seen her mother do as far as manipulation, as far as doing what I got to do to wave my privilege wand to make it happen. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so Monty, you made a good point of just about Pearl having to make these decisions and kind of being stuck between the two. So she's definitely stuck between, we see this episode, between hanging out with the cool siblings, the popular siblings, and the not so popular siblings, right? Like Moody and Izzy embrace her from the beginning and are nice to her and they decide that they want to go to homecoming. But then the cool siblings, Tripp and Lexi, kind of warm up to her over time. So what do you think, were you surprised that she got sucked in by the popular kids group, Trina? 
So you think it was a popular thing? I think she likes Trip. Yeah. Oh, she well, did. yeah. Yeah. But she I likes him because he's the bad boy. That's what she's up to. For sure. I did I never took it as a popularity thing or like being with the cool kids. I thought she just liked Trip. And you know, he's not into her. And girls are silly. We're stupid when we're young. We like boys who don't. <laughs> So here she has this boy who doesn't like her. And she's like, why doesn't this boy like me? But this, you know, we're, we're, we're silly girls sometimes. But I never thought of it as trying to be with the cool kids. I thought it was, I have a crush on him. Mm-hmm. That's who I want to hang out with. That's why I'm switching my math class. Because yeah. cool kids aren't switching their math classes. <laughs> <laughs> but I noticed that they both are like more accepting of her. Like even now. Like, oh, my boyfriend's black. And like, oh, when she came to the math class, you know, him like, oh, hey, talking to her or whatever. Of course, that prom, you know, then her body is totally different than what he's seen before. So then he starts to notice her. But, um, and that could just be Lexi's guilt, but it seems like they're both paying more attention to her. Yeah. I think also it's easy. Moody and Izzy are easy. They'll just be there for her. So there, maybe there's something about that. You're trying to do the chase and get to the top and get everybody. Because you know you've got Moody and Izzy. So Trip and Lexi are much more difficult to acquire because they've got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So maybe that has something to do with it. In their, in their outsiders, too. Like Izzy and uh, Moody, the, the low-key outsiders of the film. They're in, but they're not of the, the, the same mold to some capacity. So I think that's why Pearl is also siding with that. And Moody's been her first intro to the family. But now that she's kind of gaining her her power and her ground from speaking back to her mom, getting the class that she wanted, I think we're also going to see different character traits come out in Pearl as well. Not to jump ahead of prediction, but I could just kind of <laughs> Pearl, you know, standing up a little bit more taller as the episodes go on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Gaining some independence, kind of doing her thing. So were you guys surprised that she actually ended up going back and watching the movie with Moody? Yes. I wasn't surprised. Nope. I I, I wasn't surprised because of Pearl's heart. Like, I I feel like Pearl is as genuine as she tries to be. And Moody has been, you know, helping her carry her bed upstairs, different things like that. So she's kind of like, fine i'm not trying to ruffle all the richardson feathers but just know if i had a choice if i didn't feel like it would negatively impact you i would be at that party mm-hmm. yeah I was, I was surprised i really was like oh she's gonna go this is the beginning of her and moody's like you know having issues in the relationship i was genuinely surprised in a good way i was like i'm glad she didn't go because i thought she was just gonna be like no let's go to this party and we can watch the movie tomorrow it was yeah. such a way to say it, we can still watch the movie and so I was pleasantly surprised I think she's awkwardly going to hang on to this one and start distancing pretty far it's gonna be like a, well I did this this time so now we're gonna start moving on I think that's probably how that's gonna go because it's very clear she didn't want to do it but he wasn't gonna say no just go fine whatever he wasn't gonna start one of those So I think that might have been one of the final Moody Pearl alone times. I'm so but I think you're right. I'm so (laughs) because wait, just the day before that, they're laying on the 
the floor, they're getting high, they're riding on each other's <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, Moody is such a gentleman, so he's not going to try and kiss her first. But I thought maybe he would since he was a little high. But I feel like, tell me what you guys think about this. I think if Brian had not told her about Lexi and the um, essay, I think she would have ditched Moody, guys. I think once he, mm-hmm. once she found that out, then it kind of turned her to them she realized like oh no they're using me or whatever but I think if Ryan would have told her that I think she would have been more tempted and I think she would have forced Moody to go I think he would have went and he would have hated it and she would have had a great time see I don't think I don't think she cares that she's being used I don't I don't think it bothered I think she was like okay I I got a dress I have friends I have four walls like I I truly don't think she cares knowing that she's using her. That like yeah, she's I, just I, trying to hang I, on tight. Pearl is pretty smart. So I don't think Pearl is like super naive. I think she knows what's going on. She's this not not that she's not team Richardson yet. She's still trying to figure out how to really control the situation because she's still her mother's child. So yeah. all these books and things, like she has very good foresight on what's going on. I think she just at a place where she doesn't know what to do because that bomb was dropped on her literally on the dance floor to where she's kind of like, ah. Uh. Meanwhile, Moody's over here trying to fight himself out the friend zone and it's losing horribly. I think she's just <laughs> trying to figure out what direction to go. But I don't think she's not naive to where she's like, oh, whatever. I don't, I don't think. Poor, I feel like Moody is just, everybody is running game for Moody. Totally. I mean, He's just like, I met a girl, we wrote on each other's arms, we poetry, she's beautiful, and everything was going great. She wanted to go to, to homecoming with me. I said prom before I met homecoming, homecoming with me, and I thought everything was great. But then the next thing, you know, we're at opposite ends of the couch, right? <laughs> oh, I agree with you. He, he's, he's the naive one. Yeah, I don't think we have to worry about Pearl being nice. So is it April 1st or April 7th that we'll be able to talk to his character? We'll oh, we are him. actually talking to Trip on April 1st. Oh, oh, it's about to be damn. Who knows what that boy's going to We got lots of questions, Trip. <laughs> we hate him. We're like, we hate you just so you know. No. <laughs> you stole Moody's girlfriend. No, we don't know what's going to happen. Okay, so let's right into B B y'all okay can I just say that I know I thought this was interesting so we find out that Pearl has never met her dad she don't even know if her dad is white let's not even get into like the comments uh with Alexi being like I feel like you're mixed like to create distance from her blackness that is just a whole mess but so she doesn't even know like the race of her dad anything about her dad and her mom is fighting for her not to know anything but then at the same time she gives the lady the keys so that she could run and get a baby that she can i was like how sway like oh that 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 <laughs> had me like i i had to, I had to put my phone because i was watching it on my phone i had to put my phone down like is this really about to happen it happened fast I, I was yelling. I was yelling at the TV. I couldn't believe what I was what was happening. And like you said, it happened so fast. And I wasn't expecting the episode to take that type of turn. Yeah. You know? 
she's clearly in a really terrible mental space. And so I'm not sure it was the best. I get it. You want to help her get her kid back, obviously, but you also have to make sure the person is calm enough to try to get that kid back because now everybody's done for the child is staying with that other family after all that. Right. You have to do this the right way. And there's no way you thought this was the right way. Let me give this mm-hmm. to Stephanie who hasn't seen her child. Give her my keys and the address to a party where there's hundreds of people, maybe not hundreds, but you know what I mean? Dozens of people. And how, how you thought that was okay. And then she goes off and has a little, a little fun time. Yeah. I think the answer to your question, Kay, is that she, that's how Mia operates. She flies off the seat of her pants to try to figure out the next thing. And she acts on emotion. And that is what that was. It was just fueled. And then she regretted it. She regretted it once she ran, but then she went and got her anxiety out on her boss. Right. She's, she's very, she's very impulsive in that regard. So to see how that little fire turned into a big fire, (laughs) (laughs) to see how that turned into a big fire, I, I know yesterday I wasn't all the way caught up, but I can see how y'all responded to this episode now to where it's like, damn, like I, I was almost team media, but now I don't know what to do. And when she had the baby in the crib, I was like, just take a piece of the baby's hair and then <laughs> test it. And then we could get a lawyer and then you could just try and go about it. But girl. Was, was it me or was she very aggressive with that baby? Aggressive and creepy that whole time. Yeah. She was walking around that party, trying to find that baby's birthmark. It was not, not good. It seemed weird that she was acting so weird, like you just said, and nobody seemed to care, be aware. Nobody, no, we're just going to let this woman act weird around all of us. Well, I think Elena figured out the weirdness when she got in that room. Elena knows that something was up. She has no idea what it is, I don't think, but she Mm -hmm. saw that there was lurking happening. That wasn't just the baby was crying. That was, that looked like theft, right? When she walked in. For a second, is she gonna try and snatch this baby? (laughs) People, they, okay, let's not even talk about Bill. Let's talk about Elena's husband and his little friend who was like, oh, she hot, your wife, your your wife lets her be your maid in your house, you know? And I was just like, classic, wrong thing. Yeah, I I almost got, I almost got upset. That was another thing that had me on the edge of my seat, like, really, really? We still have episodes, though, you guys. And yeah, I know. It blew, that was so funny when she was like, do you know Pro Bono? And he was like, no. And she was like, all right, bye. Um, you could see him kind of be like, yeah. that was weird. He likes a woman that takes control. You know what I mean? You already know that from his wife. He likes a woman that's in control. His friend has already said, like, she hot. When they had the interaction with the Ritz crackers, he had whatever little, you know, fetish thing for her then or about some crackers. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Like they're kind of trying to set that up, especially when she views sex as being kind of transactional. That's what she's taught yeah. her daughter. That's what we've seen from her. So I'm kind of like, oh, I don't, I don't need that from her. I, I, hope, that, I hope that doesn't happen because that's just a little bit too. We're expecting that. We're expecting yeah. that show with some sort of love triangle, something. I hope that's not it. But he's totally intrigued by her. I yeah. just hope he, she doesn't become intrigued by him. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. go ahead and believe that Joshua Jackson, Pacey, is the good guy on this one, and he's just <laughs> yeah. going to stay 
okay with Wednesday, Saturday sex with his wife, then we're going to be good. That's what I'm going to think. I mean, his daughter, he won some points with me with Izzy. What did you guys think about that? About him knowing about Izzy? Uh, so I think we that's that's the side of I guess vulnerability slash empathy that we saw from him because his mm-hmm. role has been very like black and white like oh, okay Wednesday okay whatever he's just kind of pushing Reese like whatever she says he folds in but I think this was a point even for um, Elena to kind of look like how does she feel comfortable opening up to you and not me I thought I was doing everything right. And he still only danced with it, but be like, look, our daughter's no saint. So relax. I'm going to go watch this game and we'll, we'll talk about it when we're supposed to talk about it. Yeah. I think he knows a lot more than what we think he does, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see that reluctance in her to even accept it when they were riding in the car with her and Izzy? And she said, you know, is it true? And she, the tone that she asked, is it true? Is it was like it better not be true, mm-hmm. right? So she she's kind of picking at it, and if we think about it, I'm not saying the late '90s were that much longer ago, but I don't know if the acceptance of the LGBTQT community was as vibrant as it is now. So there was still a lot more, you know. And I and I was six in 97 so i damn sure don't know yeah but, not in that community for sure that community definitely not so yeah. it, was, it was trickling out so you can see her mother just being very like like you said okay it, it better not be true because this is the, a representation of our household our family so it's not true right back to that <laughs> yeah <laughs> I thought that was really well acted. Like to be able to just in the tone of her voice here, it better not be true. I was like, that's one thing about the show. Everyone's killing it acting wise. Everybody's so good. Yeah, usually with shows with like a lot of kids, you know, or like young actors, there's always like one or two where I think stand out that are not very good. And I feel like the ensemble is very strong. Mm-hmm. Nobody stands out to me as being bad. And, that and they look so much alike. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone yeah. has a strong, everyone has strong character traits as well. So I really like Izzy as well, even to like how she came out with the dress and her mother, mm-hmm. it was just like a big shot to everybody. frozen we lost them (laughs) yeah but that was a really nice moment that they were able to share Um, yeah with her mom helping her shave her legs yeah Yeah. you could see from her reaction that they don't well from both of their reactions that they just don't have those kind of moments a lot between them for sure yeah and you could tell that that's probably why I think you just said it, Trina, that we know we don't know exactly the relationship with the dad and her. There's yeah. something, and I think that's who probably she opens up to more often. One hundred percent. Yeah, I think you're right. So Trina has our special segment, which is ninety fashion. Get it Let's do, guys. All the clothes, everything's so good. Nineties related in this show. The music, the fashion. I'm loving it. I want to know. 
what you guys want to come back as far as 90s fashion in this show. It could be what we've already seen too, what you're loving. Let me know, okay? Go. Definitely, definitely. Brian's hair. Every time I watch it, I'm like. So good. Nobody had a, a high flat top in 97. I want under community he lives in. Maybe he's just really out of style, but like he should have either the the tiny like that should be a fro like a little we used to call it a bob back in the day it was the rounded fro where your ends are all tapered the fro doesn't go all the way around it starts at the top and i just really want him to get that haircut so bad every time i love his character he brings so much with his he does not have a big part but he brings so much because he's able to just shine a lot on so many things that the family does but like yeah. i'm just I see him, I just be like, boy, that hair. Don't you think that might be because of the community that he's living in and the place where he's living that it either A, trying to stand out more for a stereotype that people have seen, or it's just an old school, that's how they're doing it. But he right, has- I'm just gonna grab and do what I want. Freedom? <laughs> what? <laughs> I like his hair. I think it's very Fresh Prince. I, I, but, I tweak it. Because what do you think, Monty? What do you want to see? Five in 97, I was in high school. I was that age. And boys were wearing that bob. And I remember being in high school and being like, oh my gosh, I just love that hair. I love, <laughs> like any boy that stepped to me with that hair, you was getting some type of, I was going to talk to you because I love that hair. So. Oh boy. Monty, what do you think? What do you want to see? Well, I would love to see some overalls. I there we go. I thought it was so cute with like a little cute top, midriff, whatever, and choker. So that's why I'm wearing a choker. Cause okay. choker, like, coming back, like a little bit. Uh, force all the way. What about you, Chef? What do you got? Um, I would have to go with maybe a, a beeper. And even, I wouldn't even be opposed Ooh. to, I'm gonna go out there and say a, a fanny pack, just to throw all it right. out there. You know? Just, just feeling the culture of the school. I wouldn't be surprised if I see a couple people going in their fanny pack for whatever. I oh. want the hats that Tia and Tamara wore with the flower wow. on the front, and flat, the fold up, and that blossom and like six from Blossom. That is what I want. Those are major. They need to come. I don't know what character would be wearing them exactly, but somebody should. I like that. Probably Lexi. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. Yeah. Well, I hope we see it. I hope y'all get everything you want. I love that. What a great segment. Okay, so Monty has our news about Reese and Carrie and Clueless. Oh, yes. Could you believe? So with the <laughs> like a lot of interviews they did an interview a video interview with buzzfeed and it just kind of came up organically was like this is out in the open i tried really hard to be share in clueless like i was there and i didn't get it and carrie washington was like yo me too I <laughs> and it didn't work out and they both joked about possibly filming a scene together for fun oh my, oh my gosh guys what, what scene would you love for them to film from Clueless? Wow. Uh, uh, <laughs> there are so many. When, when Dion's learning how to drive on the freeway. Oh, yes. And that old lady, like, gives her the finger. 
her and they're both like ah! that that or maybe when she picked her up from her house for the first time and they both had the matching outfits different colors yellow to black and red that the would big be hats. yes the big hats yeah i remember that scene vaguely but i would go with that one Trina. all right <laughs> Yeah, they, they had no idea. That was so funny. It like came out just naturally and organic. They had no idea they had gone through that, which is amazing. So crazy. Although I think Stacey Dash and Alicia Silverstone were the right choices. Absolutely. I'm not upset about it. I totally agree with that. I have another yeah. story that I think is real fun, which Trina got. So I'm going to steal it from her. It's the Reese with <laughs> the one. She was insulted. Listen, I don't know what you do, but when somebody insults me, I tend to probably insult back. I don't go start a company. So Reese Witherspoon back in 2012, somebody called her washed up at the age of 36. She didn't take that lightly. She started her own company, production company called Hello Sunshine. And with that, she went on to create these jobs for women where not only more women were getting jobs, but she was, she was making sure they were getting paid equally like men were, y'all. She is just doing so much more. She's a mogul. She's an artist. She's a mom. She's like everything I ever want to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do we do that? Thank you so much for that, Monty. So while we're wrapping up, are, do we have any lingering thoughts? Well, you know what? Let's do predictions. What, what, we'll start with you, Trina. What are some predictions for episode four? What do you think? I at least hope we find out what happened with Izzy on that bus ride if or what happened after when she got home what she's feeling because I'm a little confused on where she's at uh I predict something wild is going to happen with that baby we don't know what it is the baby has not ended just because the mama is in jail <laughs> there will be more and I'm nervous because I think we're all going to be in some legal trouble instead of just causing a ruckus amongst ourselves I just don't want Mia to have a bad name for herself in that way. I want her to try to keep it chill. So that's what I think. What do you think, Beans? Oh, I think that, yeah, more legal, legal. the legal trouble is gonna happen regardless, uh, just because Mia handled the situation the way she handled it. I can also see Pearl emerging in a different way. Not saying she's gonna be somewhat of a, a poor decision maker, but I can see her really stepping up and doing exactly what she wants to do, whether that's dating the bad boy, whether that's starting to, I don't know, like she made Moody smoke for the first time. I can just see her really doing what she wants and not really having her mother's full, I guess, perception in, in play. Yeah. What do you think, Monty? Yes. So I think we're about to start to see the beginning of the Richardson family come, something come between them and their perfect world, their perfect life is going to slowly start to fall apart. Yeah. Pearl is going to be the wedge, not on purpose, but I think her and her mom are going to be the wedge. And I think Moody and Trip are going to physically fight. Oh, heard it here first. Oh, all right. Oh my gosh. I think I might, this might be a hot, unpopular opinion, but I'm not so sure that BB should be getting that baby back. So no. 
I think it's a it's going to be a controversial um, opinion. I think it's going to blow up because Reese does the newspaper and she's going to be brought, want to get the first exclusive story about it. And I think that there are going to be a bunch of differing opinions. Should Bibi get the baby? Should the family, you know, should the family that has the baby now keep the family? I think there's going to be a whole like big blow up about that. And people are going to have to take sides. Um, For sure. Yeah. So if that happens, we will be here to chop it up. We'll be here chopping up either way for, for episode right. four. You're going to see this so girl. Guys, tell us how we can keep in contact with you and keep up with you. We'll start with Trina. Y'all can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hey Trina Dawn. And you can find me at Chef underscore Beans with a Z on all social media platforms. And you guys can find me across social media at Monsi Bolanos, M-O-N-S-E-B-O-L-A-N-O-S. All right. And you guys can find me at H-O-S-T-K-A-Y. That's Host K on Twitter and Instagram. We will see you guys next week. It's going to be Wednesday right after the premiere of episode four. We are the Little Fires after show. Have a good week, guys. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host.